Twitter about your show. Tell me about your show. Oh God. So it was, it was, well, first of all, I thought I had the COVID this week. Like I genuinely thought that I had it. So I got the test and I don't, I have a cold, it turns Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it turns, I I am just around time on the test a day, less than a day. It took a day for me to get Kaiser to do it. (laughs) Like I had to to call Kaiser and then I had to schedule a phone doctor appointment. And then, um, then they scheduled it for the next morning. And by the next, the following morning I had the results. So, and it was a swab of throat and nose. Okay. And it was done through the car and, you know, it was a drive up at Kaiser over in, uh, I think Panorama city. And so, uh, incredibly efficient and I, and I didn't have it, which is awesome, but I get, so I'm, I'm, but after the test, I'm like, what'll happen when I die? And, uh, cause that's where I go. I think immediately it's so, I'm, I was so brave. What will happen when I die to Andy Ashcraft? Well, it turns <laughs> out he will be fine. And then the next thought was, what about my album? Will they call together a bunch of zoom sets? What'll, you know, which is the correct order of those things to be thinking of. Barely, and, uh, barely. <laughs> and, uh, and, and by the way, everyone will be fine. So, uh, we're, um, if and when. Yeah, uh, we will put. To, we will. We will come up with a tribute album. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Jackie's, so, Jackie's we, last bits. That's what right. We have plenty, and now and now we have good video. So here's yeah. so Chris Titus has got this studio. It is very sweet and like right, bunches, explain the whole process. You drive to his house. You well, and the thing is, is it's not. It must be. It must be next to his house because he's okay. got. So he, he has it, property. So he must either that or, yeah. um, cause it's this, it's this studio that's, I don't know if he, I don't actually know if this was the original thing that he was doing it in, or this is a new studio. Is it because like a, an old horse, horse stall, or is it a barn that he converted or something? It's uh well, I think there's some old costumes in the attic. No, this is a full on studio that is in North Hollywood. So it's two stories. There's okay. seating for like. There's, you know, pre-COVID and post-COVID, it'll seat 45, 50 people. There is a three-camera setup. There is, uh, there's an upstairs that has uh, two offices and a giant editing bay that overlooks the, the, uh, yeah, the, the stage and everything. And, um, and then there's sort of a foyer and there's a couple of single seater toilets. And I mean, the thing is, is a, it's a production house. It's beautiful. Did he beautiful. commission it? Did he design it or did he just, uh, you know, I wish, it? I wish I knew. Or is he I renting do- it? I don't know. I, it looks, I would not be, I don't know how much it looks expensive. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's fine. I think he's, he's, he had a, a, a sitcom yeah, had for a sitcom. almost yeah, five yeah. years. Right. Right. And, um, so I think, 
I would, I don't know actually, but it's gorgeous. I hope he owns it. It's got four parking spots. Oh it's my got, God. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, it's over in North Hollywood and it's, um, and it, uh, he's got this beautiful edit bay. He's got a team that works with him, And, um, and so, so it's I, completely contained though. So yes. there's, there's no, but, but I mean, it's like four walls. There's no outside air coming in. Well, uh, what he's, what he, what he told me was that they, they essentially, they, they, they bombed it. They, uh, disinfected it the way that Taiwan is doing it with their studios. He's got, he's, uh, he told me what it was, but it was, it's, it's an ongoing filtration system. Uh, well, what they do is they shoot, they, they have a show and then they spend like three, three days later, a team comes in, you know, wipes it down to the, to the base. And then they set off like a, a bleach bomb or whatever damn thing to, to clean everything. And then they do another one next month. So they let it, they, you know, there's time, there's cleanliness and there's, and there's. Well, yeah, but yeah. Uh, when in the co- moment, are you talking in about the moment when it's airborne, that's the big problem. The moment that's, that's the thing with it, with what, what I think airplanes are doing is they're recycling the entire cabin every three minutes. So okay. I, I think if you can, I would think it's much safer to be indoors when you're in that kind of a filtration system. Okay. I don't know what the filtration system yeah. is. I know because that the, cleaning, the- it doesn't really. You know, well, I know that staff much. and audience, and there was probably there's probably 16 people, including staff and audience, mm-hmm. um, in the room, and um, everybody kept their masks on through the show. Good, and except me, I was up at the and he he sprayed down the mic and everything mm-hmm. right before I got he introduced me, sprayed everything down, mm-hmm. and then I went up. So, um, is there any is there plexiglass between you and the audience? There's no okay. plexiglass, and um, but they are more than three feet away. They're they're probably six feet away. You know how you do a room, and it wasn't a, it was it was a really cool experience in the way mm-hmm. that when you do stand up in front of real people, there's just a relief to it. I know, right? I know. Compared to to now, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the the it was it was a delight to be able to test that timing. Yes. And, um, and just sort of sit in the laughs and mm-hmm. he pushed it to zoom. Uh, I get paid on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. me and Greg Barrett and him, Greg did 30. Oh my God. How yeah. Fun. Yeah. I and Greg I did 45 Barrett. and Chris himself just hosted it, did about 15. Mm-hmm. And he, I didn't get to see any cause I accidentally double booked it. Um, I had to do a show with Jared Logan from six o'clock to eight o'clock, mm-hmm. which I left his, uh, and it was a, it was a, a gaming session, you know, so, cause Jared runs this tabletop gaming thing. And so at quarter two at seven forty, I was, I, I was like, I gotta go. I'm on stage at five. <laughs> and, uh, Wait, so Greg and Chris were on stage while you were playing yeah, the game. Okay. Yes. Yes. Classic. And Chris popped in and he goes, I've, I've, he's at 30. He's got another five minutes. And, but, but the thing about Titus is that he set me up in one of the offices with the fastest Wi-Fi I've seen since lockdown. And, uh, so I played the game with, and it was, um, it was, 
uh, yeah, it was Guy Branham, myself, and Becca O'Neill, I think. Becca, I forget, not O'Neill, but uh, Becca, forgetting her last sounds, name. That sounds right. Becca O'Neill's a, a Chicago comic. This woman's name is Becca, but it's not O'Neill. Okay. Uh, she's a gamer, and she's got a Twitch channel. She's very successful. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we played this game, and Jared Logan uh, hosted it. And but it was it was cool that I was able <laughs> to set up entirely there at five forty five to do the the sound check and everything for the stream of blood game that I played, and then at quarter to eight, two hours later. I was able to bail and walk on stage and do huh? 40, and I did 45. Love it. That's yeah. great. And I dropped some of the lines, but it was just, and I have this cold. And so I was sort of a little woozy and stuff because mm-hmm. the, the meds, the meds are working okay, but I, for some reason the headache is lingering. Mm-hmm. And, but the time, it was, the timing was, I mean, I, I, it was what we knew it was going to happen. The timing right. is slightly different. Yeah. And, but I'm going to get to see the video of it too. And that's neat. Yeah. And, and how many, it's, and how many cameras? Three cameras. So they used all three cameras. So it's like, a, it and could, they switched it and they pushed it to zoom or whatever. A YouTube. Theory, you could, you could use that to make a special for sure. Right. And Rachel, um, who's comic, um, she offered, she, and his partner offered to, that if, if Minneapolis falls through, that we could figure something out. Because they could fit they could fit twenty-two people in, in that room but safe safely at, they, with, are, at at distance. Are they tested? The audience isn't tested, right? I don't think so. I think that they're they're um, fever tested, but that's it. Okay. And but Barbara was there holiday. Oh yeah? Oh yeah, she came right. to the show. Yeah. Cool. And uh and you know, and Chris is like he he wants you to come and do a show. I'd love to. And of course you'd love to. Yeah. And I was I like I might wear a mask during my set. Um Yeah, well if if you Yeah, or or get plexiglass or some damn thing. I mean there might be something more to it. I, um, I, yeah, but I mean also like so you do you think COVID it's so fucking strong. You think it gives up? When it runs in a plexiglass or do a couple of the aerosols go, hey, let's climb. Let's climb. <laughs> let's climb and go over the top. You know, That's it's right. like the trenches in World War One. Some of them might be ambitious and come get me. You don't know. You don't know. It's, uh, yeah, there's, I don't, yeah, you could find out about the ventilation. You could find out about all that stuff. It's, mm-hmm. um, but my masks came from Custom Ink, which is where we get the notebooks from. Awesome. And, I'm so excited. Yeah. And so I gave them out to the audience. Or I left a, you know, uh, the staff put them on everybody's table. Were they all wearing them? Some of them were wearing them. Some of them kept their own masks on, but everybody took them. And um, people can double mask. That's fine. And uh, in fact, I do it all the time when I leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm outdoors, but I double up in any indoor situation. You know, when you go to the store and stuff? Yeah, you have your real mask and then you have your joke mask on top, your message mask. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bought. I did buy a package of the ten disposables. Yeah, um, because that felt that that'll be that there, there, there's good coverage on those disposables, mm-hmm. but they're light, so yeah. um, so they're they're probably good underneath the the the. So when I if and when I fly in December, because Milwaukee it might be canceled. They've had to c- close. 
Right. Uh, because Greg got COVID. The guy who owns it. Right. And uh, one of I the mean, others. and Wisconsin's being overrun at the moment. And well, Wisconsin I mean, the entire yeah. Midwest. It's not. It's, there's it's trouble. Bad. Yeah. Um, I had one of my neighbors is on Reno nine one one a friend oh, yeah? of mine, and he just he just got back from a bubble. They were all. Uh, they all stayed in a hotel together. The whole, the entire show cast crew had a hotel. They just blocked it off, and um, they were there for you know maybe like a couple weeks, just banging out a bunch of Reno nine one ones. Quibi uh, fell apart. Uh, yeah. Quibi went bankrupt or went under during the shooting, but I guess Viacom owns Reno nine one one, so they might find another home for it. But they kept going. So oh, okay, I got my well, I got my hair cut on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so it was three hours of wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And I also, I went to, I sat, I did a brunch Covidian outdoor lunch at the Hugo's over in West Hollywood mm-hmm. where they made me sign for contact tracing. Good. Yeah. They were like, just leave your name and telephone number. And, um, just in case. And if you get sick, call us so that we know. And, um, but my hairdresser works on the rookie. Oh yeah. Um, with uh, Nathan Fillion, and so he gets tested three times a week, and uh, and wears a mask twelve hours a day. But he are has they, two little kids. Yeah. Are they in a bubble too, or does he go? Home? He must go home at night, right? He's got to go home at night. Yeah, and he's got a nanny, and who is not living. Then he. And, should, I mean, shouldn't he get tested every day then before work? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it's. One? I mean, it's but it's a it's a it's a every other day is, and he's cutting hair. Nathan Fillion. No, my hairdresser. Okay. Nathan Fillion's not. Nathan <laughs> Fillion's. I think uh, he might have bought land as well. I'm hoping. Jackie, multiple streams of revenue. That's the. <laughs> that's our. our, our I can't. Key. Oh my god! I'm exhausted by multiple streams. I'm literally. I'm just like. I know that things are fine. Yeah, but there's. I'm, I'm literally. I feel like I'm in a in an emotional plateau. When I'm, I'm like, does it matter? Yes, it does. Of course, and it'll be fine. It'll all. It'll I um, in this election cycle since January, have spent uh, what will be ten percent of my total income. Uh, wow. On Act blue. Wow. You know, and it, that was like, oh, I gotta fucking stop this because it's so easy to click. You know, you're like, all right. You know, right, I'll do, right, I'll do right. 20 and then you're there. You're like, I'll do 50 or whatever. Right. Like you or I'll do 20 it. per client or yes, per, 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 yeah. per, per month. Right. Yeah. And it just, it's, it's so easy and they have all your information. It's two clicks. You get a big thank you. You know, mm-hmm. you fucking get the link to tell everyone on Twitter what you did. I yep. mean, they, they have it set up, but I, I, I was like, this is mind boggling. I can't, right. <laughs> you're not my agent. You know, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So yeah, let me let me see. Like, uh, I'll look and see because how, how do I? How do you know? Is it you, just you just go to your page and I mean they make you work for the cumulative total. They don't want you to know either because oh. I think we're all we're we're all so easily clicking. You know, twenty fives add up. You know. Oh my God! It doesn't yeah. seem like much once. You know, but then you do it every day for a while, you know, and every race seems so fucking important. And I mean, they all are important. You yeah. Know? These states yeah. I've never been to, I'm fucking sending a hundred bucks to a city council member, you know, right. what, whatever. Some, I don't know. 
Some loose dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's nuts. Did you, um, while I figure this out, do you want to tell me if you did, did you do any sense? I have something to tell you. No, I, I, it did sense, but I, um, I had my friend Cheryl over. My, oh, my son turned 14 on Tuesday. Oh, well, that's cool. Happy yeah. birthday, young man. So I wrapped your, your, uh, gift and, uh, he really nice. liked it. Oh, good. Um, yes. Uh, so, um, he turned 14 and then my friend Cheryl came over. We've been going to her house to watch anime outdoors Okay. And, uh, she wanted to switch it up. So, uh, I had her in the garage, opened up the garage door, opened up all the doors. We got a lot of cross breathe breeze. And then I, I surrounded her by two with two air purifiers on the left yeah. and the right side Yeah. so that, uh, you know, anything coming her way towards her head will immediately be sucked in. Right. And, uh, and then my son and I were on either side of her, but you know, six, six feet apart wearing, wearing masks. So yeah, that was how we hung out with a one friend who wasn't a family member. And hopefully that wasn't a horrendous decision, but I felt like it was pretty safe. Yeah. So. And we, we are catching up, catching her up on attack on Titan because the final season comes out in December and my son is so excited for us. So hopefully she'll be all caught up so we can all jump in together. He and I Man. are watching with her the original series, the original oh. seasons. Okay. So I have not donated as much as you did. And uh, uh, that Titan show, I had to stop watching it like six or seven episodes in because it was too dark. Um, it's wow. super creepy. It's uh, just too it's many people biting dark. other people in half. It was, it was a lot. It is and, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, tough it up, Jackie. Guess what? We're headed, <laughs> we might be headed to a, if, if November 3rd goes the wrong way, that's going to be our future is uh, well, people eating us. Right. Well, and it's, uh, and the good news is, is I can handle it in real life. I just don't need to add it on. <laughs> like when I, when I left for the show yesterday, I put in the scary movie that Andy's been, that somebody lent Andy a thousand generations ago that I'm like, yeah, you can watch it anytime you want. Just tell me when to leave the house. And uh, <laughs> it's, it was, and it isn't even that scary. It was the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just a horror movie from, I think it's not even the original. I can't even remember, but um, yeah. he said it was really good. Um, I, we, uh, I watched uh, Abbott and Costello meet Dr. Jekyll with no. Boris Karloff. And um, it was hilarious and delightful as Abbott and Costello meeting everyone is always. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't, I guess I haven't watched any Abbott and Costello or enough to remember. Did you, when you were a kid, did you, uh, cause I was Abbott and Costello instead of Laurel and Hardy. I was always Marx brothers more than uh Chaplin. I already thought that, that you were talking about Laurel and Hardy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And how uh, did the yeah. Three Stooges fit into this? It, to me, it was all black and white men punching each other. Black right, and white right. comedy starting men hitting each Marx other. Marx Brothers the over the over the Three Stooges. Oh and my God. Costello yes, right. over over um, Laurel and Hardy for sure. Okay. Yeah. Just because uh, the writing was slightly better, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's and you know I physical comedy is. Is fine. Yeah, I like it actually better now than I've ever liked it. Yes, but mm-hmm. um, it's but a relief. <laughs> I don't have to think; I can just watch. Yes, right. Which is what I think people were. That's what people. It's always drawn people to it. Yeah. So uh, hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I, 
But a- Andy doesn't like like he doesn't like the road movies, which is Bing Crosby and um, Bob Hope. Um, I remember loving those when I was a kid. I liked it when I was a kid. There, there's there's a there's a bit of a, a sad part of it in the fact that those two banana heads stole everybody's act and put them in right the Bob Hope Bing Crosby. They stole everybody's they vaudeville act. Right. Right. And also, you know, Bob Hope was, you know, a serial gross, <laughs> serial harasser at minimum. At and minimum. then Bing Crosby beat the shit out of his children. So, yeah, but just his kids. <laughs> but if you could just <laughs> no, the wife too. <laughs> but if you could put all that aside, you really might enjoy those films. Sure, it's uh, well, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to like any of those guys. Then you're gonna try to like Sinatra, and uh, so, but don't, uh, uh, don't ruin Sinatra for me. You know what? We, I think we should all get one old white guy that you can't. Okay? <laughs> that you don't give up. I, I'll give up Sean Connery in a second. You know, but please let me have Frank Sinatra. Please. Oh. Yeah, Sean Connery died. A career cut tragically short. Uh-huh. No, guy's like a hundred years old. No, but I mean, um, he he hit his wife, and he kind of bragged about it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Only I think when there's a lot of pressure from studios, did he say, "Oh, I'm against hitting women now." Right. right. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's do another one with you. He, you know, he's a great actor and very charismatic, and uh, you know, sure. I don't want to even say of his time because my uncle uh, would would have been his age and also was not, you know, like that. So. Yeah, my dad is eighty three, and he he's not a hitter. Yeah, he's uh he's it's all emotional abuse. Yeah, and uh, so it's all hey, why don't you get your shit together? And uh, you're just like, hmm, all right, I'm eleven. You know what? So, I tweeted today, like I, I I keep Steve Byrne. A lot of his clips are popping up. He's very funny, right? But he always has his name in lights behind him. You know, and I've seen like three <laughs> different, I think three different specials with different Steve Burns behind him. And I'm like, I was like. That's, you know, that's, hey, that's cool. But what if you just put someone else's name behind you and didn't right. even reference it? And so then I, I tweeted it just sort of jokingly. But then during yoga, I was like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> just I like had auction, auction off the rights to okay. have your name behind <laughs> me. I will we'll get it in neon. You have to pay for it. Uh, during a bit, you can't choose the bit. You might not like the bit, but that's it. It's your bit. And then it goes away and someone else's comes up when I get to talking about something else. Wow, a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, billboarding going on. When I did my half hour special in Comedy Central, I insisted on having a mailbox with my name on it. Because Not nobody quiet. ever remembers. The reason he does it is because nobody remembers comics' names. Of course. Oh, I understand why it's yeah. done. It's just, it's like, uh, I just thought it would be kind of fun to uh, oh, not do to, that. Do, do not. it differently. <laughs> yeah. Right, to do somebody else's name. Like, like you, why did, why did your name change to Amy in the middle of the could, show? If Only if you do the three women comics who work all the time. Could you just put that, just put Whitney Cummings, Eliza Schlesinger, and Nikki Glaser's name just stacked behind sure, you? Sure, then it'll get it'll get bought by a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking cracked the code. We cracked it. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, I have to say that that is very. <laughs> so we're doing tonight. Will be the will be two the first time we're doing two comic of the week shows. Yes. Um, because because there's so many comics of the week, we I might know, as well. We, we could have spread it out. I just was we we just started throwing together names for the next one, and I said we should do two. Joking, 
jokingly. And then all of a sudden I'm getting the flappers email. <laughs> right. Hey, we're doing two. Did two. you know? Yeah. Did you know that we're doing two? I can I can host, by the way. I'm fine. It's because uh, you've hosted the last uh you host not this last one, we we got somebody to host. Mm-hmm. But the one before that, you hosted that one. So I can host these. Oh, okay, cool. That's fine. And um uh, yeah, yeah, we have great lineups uh that I don't have yeah. The I first don't one off the top of my head. Janelle James, Mary Lynn Rice Cub, and Aaron Foley. Mm. And then maybe a surprise guest. And then okay. the second one, the 8 p.m. The the 6 p.m. is those three. And then the 8 p.m. is Jackie Fab, uh, Maggie May, Tr- Robin Tran, and Brandy Brown. Oh man. That's right. You, I, you can are go you gonna, to both shows. Yeah. Are you gonna do two different tens? Um yeah, I could do two ten, two different tens. Yes. Yeah. I can see. Yeah, that'll that. be yeah. So yeah. everybody and um yeah, and flappers could use the cash. I mean, sure. what they're doing for money right now is they're feeding senior citizens. I know. That's yeah. That's they're not. making they're they're a restaurant who's delivering pre-cooked meals uh, you know to what? seniors. Aren't as we uh, the longer we stay stay in comedy, aren't our goals just to feed a senior citizen ourselves? <laughs> I mean, that's right, really right. the end game is to keep feeding your old self. Well, I think um, this was the year that we could have moved into assisted living. Really, it is totally fifty-five yeah. and over. Yes, yeah. I could live in Rossmore in the Bay Area in the East Bay, which is really a nice um, part <laughs> of, like right near Lafayette and Walnut Creek. I have a friend of mine who lives with her mom in a in an assisted living. They share a one bedroom. Oh my god! Um, that uh, that and she's working from home. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was like, how's that coming along? It's uh, it, and, uh, well, Aaron's doing that too, Aaron Foley. I mean, I'm sure we'll hear about it in the 6 p.m. show, but she's oh, yeah. being in with her wife and her, their, her mother-in-law's uh, senior living center in Florida, I think, which is yep. not what I expected from Aaron Foley in her life. <laughs> no, no, no. And, uh, I didn't see her moving to Florida, but that's okay. Right. The pandemic has upended all of our lives. Right. There are many things that are... Well, uh, living in states, we we either never wanted to work or fled, <laughs> right? When, as soon right. as we could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is, there is work... Um, I, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my neighbors has already done some of the legwork in figuring out how to uh, move to Canada if necessary. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you, there's a normal process, but there's also a one where you can pay, like, $17,000 or something. And uh, Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is the poor, we're just going to have, I'm just going to, and I'm not poor. The thing mm-hmm. is, is, but I, I don't have seventeen grand to bribe some country into allowing me to move there. So it's it's just, it'll just be more rich people running, I guess, but it's. It's well, like, that's not the attitude I want to have at the Luxembourg Comedy Club, Jackie. <laughs> when I book you, will yes. you please book? Yeah, exactly. You're going to want. You're going to be wanting. Uh, <laughs> that's very funny, um, Jackie. You are, you're very distracted. Well, again, I, was, I well, I wrote down things to to talk about, and then I oh, was okay. like, I ran out of things to talk about. So I was um, like, do I have any sets this week? And I do. I have. I have a weird Twitch show on Wednesday. Okay, and um, and then. But I, and we we have to. Um, Andy's looking forward to to 
every other year we do a different uh, Christmas tree. We do a live tree and then we do a fake tree. Right. And uh, this is fake tree year, but our fake tree, we bought the fake tree 15 years ago mm-hmm. and it's, in, it's, it's dodgy now, which sure, it's, right. it's, it's, it's all. It's in bad shape. It's, it's a bad Charlie shape. Brown tree now. Well, and we, when I, my whole thing about the fake tree was it's got to be green. It can look super fake, but it's got to be green. And mm-hmm. so our fake tree is just spokes of lights, and then we just <laughs> hang stuff on it. Right. He's thinking that we he there was a rainbow tree. That, oh uh, no. no! And I was like, not not no. white, not. I just I recorded two episodes in the last couple of weeks of Dork Forest about the Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. One with my brother Russ, and one with Jen Kirkman. I did that one yesterday, and Jen turned me on to fake trees at a, something called Balsam Hill um, okay. Fake Tree Company, whatever. Yeah. And uh, and the one that Andy liked that was rainbow colored, I think it was sixteen hundred dollars. Oh my god! And I was like, no. How about how about I'm willing to spend three hundred dollars? That's three years worth of trees. Just get uh, it in a DIY center. Go to a local Ace Hardware or something and get a little tree. Okay, because why? Do, I don't. I mean, I would get a real tree every year because pines grow like weeds. Uh, but um, but he wants to do fake tree. Okay. And what do you do? Uh, I will do a real tree this year because we'll be here. You mm-hmm. know. And, uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't, for the longest time, I'm like, oh, it's just me and my kid. I'm not going to do a big tree. And it didn't feel like big Christmas. So last year I got a big tree, you know, thank God my mom's last Christmas, she had a big tree Yeah. and, um, and it was fun and it was pretty, you know, we don't have the same, I, I didn't carry over a lot of the same traditions that I grew up with about like making ornaments and all that kind of, I just couldn't. It's just not my, not me. I, it's I not your jam, really. But but you did have all. a big tree and you decorated it. So well, I got lights. I put all the lights up in the all over the front of the house. It's yep. like it's fucking. It looks awesome, and I love lights. I love lights outside. Yeah, like year round. Yeah, um, and um, yeah. Well, I have. I got a giant wreath to put on this uh, new piece of fence that. William put up, you know, yep. so I want to decorate. I want to cheer people up when they go on a walk, you know, cheer yep. myself up when I'm looking out the window. Yep. That's, that's it entirely. Andy did a really nice job with ghosts and, uh, and, and tiki stuff. And so, oh. cause, well, cause it's usually the day after Halloween, he goes to the stores and buys whatever's left. Oh, um, but, uh, today he's, he's had to, he had to teach this morning, so he couldn't do it. Weird Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had like five or six kids for Halloween. And yeah, we I, had, we didn't have, we had probably 10. We usually get about 110. And uh, how did you do it? I, I took, I took a, grabbed a, a, a handful of candy from a bag of candy and I put it in a paper bag and I stapled it shut and I wrote boo on the bag. And then I put, <laughs> <laughs> put it on a little table that I put out front so that um, they couldn't get, you know, no one could get close to me and I yeah. could get close to them. And uh, so we, I just hung out on the porch with my kid and then every once in a while somebody would come up. And then I went, to, went inside around nine o'clock and um my dog started barking intensely. And I think that's when someone came up and just grabbed all the remaining bags. <laughs> Good. Some I wish yeah. I wish, I wish they would have grabbed all of ours. Cause we, 
he, he thought there's not going to be more than 30 or 50 kits. So we put together 50 bags, little, and he bought little bags that have like pumpkins and stuff on them. And each bag had like, you know, like a spider ring and a, a, a paper airplane, like a, a foam airplane. And then we got gummy fangs and gummy bugs uh, from. So he individually created all of these bags? Yeah. Oh my God. He fucking so loves Halloween. He loves okay. Halloween with the power yeah. of the sun. And it's his it's his favorite one. And this is the first year that we're really home for it, which is too bad because you know yeah. it, it was it was truncated. And then two two store they had a band. Like one of our neighbors, two two houses over had a band. And really? yeah. And then there was a big drumming circle. So I didn't know we lived next to hippies, but uh, we lived next to, to hippies who have drumming circles. And they had their kids. And, and so they brought, like, every, like, hour or so, I guess, like, five kids would come over and he'd give. And there was only maybe 10 or 15 kids came. That's cool. So, sure. Should we break for a sec? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? Would I recommend Beef and Dairy Network podcasts? Um, no, I don't think I would. Right, let me be very clear about this. Under no circumstances would I recommend this to anyone I'd ever met. No, absolutely not. No, I couldn't. I feel quite sick thinking about the things I've heard. Please stop calling me. Please leave me alone. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, available at MaximumFun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms. Literally, just leave me alone. And let's do Comic of the Week. Mm-hmm. Comic of the Week, who uh, I watched her clip. She's good friends with everybody uh, that we know, and it's but it's uh, Monica Nevy. And I was cool. watching... Yeah, very funny. Where's she from? Is she from Seattle? I think, yeah, that sounds. I you've asked me something that I sadly do not know offhand. Okay, but uh, but Monica Nevy, M O N I C A N E V I, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched I watched a couple of clips. Clips were very funny. She had uh, she had a joke about ghosts actually, so <laughs> that kind of uh, made me go, well, let's put her up this week. It's Halloween. Heck yeah! And, yeah, it was very. It was really funny. And uh, so find Monica Nevy and uh, give her some work if you can. And she is a Seattle comic. And she is a Seattle comic. Good to know. I knew it. Well played. I'm going to coast on on this victory for the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Good. Um, Good. Coast off of it. Uh, I am doing flappers this uh, Thursday. Am I doing Thursday, Friday? Thursday, Friday, I'm doing sets at the Pickwick Bowl. Oh, there you go. You're going to do live. Our place to perform, and Flappers uh, finally was able to get it together. I guess it's really hard to get um, permits, you know, and all that stuff, and uh, everyone's trying to figure out how other venues are doing it, and, you know, you've got Some different of it's city, city councils, yeah, yep. and, and no one's doing the same things. It's really frustrating. Uh, but um, I guess they secured that finally. So I'm excited. That'll be two outdoor shows this week. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're going to do two, it, it's, you're doing two nights at Pickwick. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm, um, this cold is holding on. Like I, I've had this cold for over a week. And yeah. so I'm, I literally, I just all, I've slept more this week than I have in, a, in an age. And so I'm just trying to get better. 
Uh, even though I have, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do a Sunday services show today. Uh, cause I did a show with Paige Weldon and I was like, Oh, I want to see what else, what else are you working on? Cause she was hilarious. She's she was, so funny. She's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Is she writing and a show right now? Or maybe. Okay. Yeah. And, and Achko is going to do a set and then Ron mm-hmm. Funches. So they're oh the God. three of them. It's a hell of a, yeah, it's a it's hell a of a lineup. Yeah. For, and then I'm going to work on the 20 that I didn't do last night because wow. um, it was pretty great. I, I dropped a couple of uh, I dropped a couple of lines, but I I was like first time in front of a people again. Uh-huh. I was and I was nervous. I was excited. I was excitable. And. Uh, <laughs> What, you know, what, one thing I've noticed, like I have jokes about my mom dying, obviously. And, um, what I remember from my dad working out that material, it was really important. The order of the jokes, when that, when that information was introduced, what material I'd done ahead of time, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and so for like one set of audience here on zoom, they all know about me, right. They know me, they know that. And then there's other people that are like, (gasps) <gasps> oh my God. And, th- and then I realized, oh no, I, I, I need like to spend a minute with these people before I, <laughs> yeah. I start talking about it. And so that's another thing that that's a problem that can be solved on stage because you're performing in front of people that don't know it. And you can figure out, you know, how much material do I have to do ahead of time to get everyone comfortable with me? And then how do I slowly, uh, acclimate them to the fact that this thing happened and I'm going to be joking about it and it's right. okay. And right. uh, that is very, if not impossible to figure out properly on zoom. So it is really hard to do on zoom because most of those people do know where you're coming from and the, you know, Oh, did I tell you, I think I did tell you, but uh, so the, my murder Hornet joke, mm-hmm. I, only have six weeks before I record. So oh and I want to, wow. Yeah. And I want to do the murder Hornet joke on the new album, but I don't have all of the punchlines and it will take me because the way I write, it'll take me a year to get all right. that stuff. So right. essentially I, uh, I emailed Mike Lawrence who, Tagged one of he tagged a joke I did on Conan. He tagged that. Remember that Native American fast food, yeah. or frozen food joke. Mm-hmm. He was the one when I when I was working on that joke. Comics were coming up to me all the time after the set with like, "I got one, I got one." Many of them racist. Ooh, Chuck's <laughs> stop, stop. I'm not going Thanks. in that direction. Thanks, though. Slow your roll, buddy. Slow your roll. <laughs> but um. Because they're all they're all puns and they're all based on different Native American tropes and all these things yeah. that that we that we do. And Mike Lawrence came up with um, a couple, and the one that I used was Sacagaweeas. It was a Wheaties <laughs> and a Sacagawea yeah. together. Very funny. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, but the uh, so I was like, he'll have murder hornet puns, not not puns, but like wordplay, mm-hmm. and. He wrote me eight. Oh my so God. So many. 
that I now I have to memorize. Uh, <laughs> and I'm only, and I think I'm going to use like five or six of them. And then I sent him some money and he was like, no, it was really fun for me. And I was like, oh my God, this is because I was like, would you be willing to do this? And he like, he just banged at me, banged him out. I, have you ever seen Mike Lawrence? Like I've seen Mike Lawrence only in clips do, um, Roast, roast battles. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredibly good at roast battles. Yeah. But I, he, he was supposed to do boast rattle that mm-hmm. Kyle Ayers. Yeah. Yeah. Ayers, um, that it, where you're supposed to boast about one of the other comics instead of roast them. Yeah. And we didn't get to do the show, but he was, he was like, is it like this? And he riffed like three of the nicest, twistiest fucking jokes I've ever seen. I was like, this guy's brain is awesome. Wow. This guy. So Mike Lawrence is a delight. Yeah. And um so is but he in I, New York right now? I believe he's a new yeah, I believe he's a New York guy. Okay. Right is he now. doing Zoom shows and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I, people, I, I, I haven't seen their names pop up on lineups, but that doesn't mean maybe they're just not coming up on my feed. Right. There's know? so many. And I just I also saw I was on Instagram and I saw that there's some backyard shows happening in LA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that doesn't look I don't know what Dude, I what I think about that. I'm telling you, we'll we got to figure this out because we can do it safely here in your backyard. Yeah, because yes. your yards. If there's like little nooks and crannies where people can be away from each other, like different different little sets of audience members. They wouldn't be together. Yeah, we'd have a table, a four right outside this little alley over here. Mm-hmm. Not an alley, but this little area, and then another table. You know, whatever table of two, maybe it's just two. But you have yeah. to be, you have to be living together. You have to yeah, be, you've gotta be together. in together in your own pod. Yeah. Yes. And they'll be away from the comedians, which is, and which the comedians is what can sit in their cars if they want to, and then just, just run in when it's their turn. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Did you end up, uh, d- talking to people about getting a sound system and maybe doing it? Cause I'll, no, I'll well, help. Obviously. Yeah. No, Kyle was going, yeah. I'm doing some research, we- finding like the right set of, cause they either go really big or are just one speaker. I'm trying to find something that matches their setup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Cause you no, like the idea of little sort of, um, individual ones, right? Yeah, or something? So yeah. Just tables of two and then each table gets its own monitor. So the comic doesn't even have to shout, you know, you can just talk regularly. You'll have a monitor so you can hear yourself. I'm excited to see, and it's available. I don't know. I think it's available until what'll be tonight to watch this Titus show. If you go to the event, right. Oh, okay. um, because it's 48 hours where you can still watch it. I'm actually looking forward to hearing it uh, and seeing it because he said that they were, taking the audience, they'd mic the audience uh-huh. and had mixed it. Oh, nice. So the laughs are, the laughs are real, but they're, they're made closer together. Oh, that's so great. So they're just tighter, I think. And so that's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I am curious on how that sounds. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just, uh, it's it's weird to think this much about the stand up because I'm I'm just like and and with with the world kind of blowing up in in Minneapolis and and Wisconsin and and everywhere I'm just like well am I really going to go but I guess I'll find out it's right. su- supposedly December 2nd is my show in Loveland it is mm-hmm. currently November 1st November it'll be November 2nd when this drops so I should probably get an airplane ticket, huh? Don't you think? They're, I think they're 100% refundable, right? Right now. Okay. Well, and I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do it with Southwest all of my points. Is. 
Yeah. Right. Southwest always says, I'm doing first class on Delta. Oh, that's right. You're all, you're all up in Delta's house. So mm-hmm. I don't know, why am I even talking to and you? And I'm using Southwest. <laughs> Southwest isn't necessarily refundable, but it's you can use the whole thing for another Southwest ticket. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they credit it. Travel easy. bank it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ding easy you Easy peasy. Yeah. There's nothing. Um, but I, I, I did a set. I forget which one recently, a Zoom one, where... I just was like, all right, just slow down. <laughs> yeah. Slow Talking down. Yeah. yeah. And that really helped, you know? Um, again, like the timing's so fucking off. And, and now most people are muting themselves because they do have shit going on in their house. So you're, you're half the time you're doing sets to like two people. And one of them's the poor host who's trapped <laughs> like a rat having to watch your... Your show, you work you on know? your work on your set. Yeah. Yeah. But it it was it has been super fun to see like what when it branches out and you can see all the different comics. Like I'm I'm excited about tonight's show because uh, yeah. I haven't seen Brandy Brown in probably six months. Uh, or Janelle. Mary Lynn's got this great bit that she worked on, she opened for me on the Sunday services. And uh and she's got this, she went on a Tinder date. Oh, I know. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was, want to hear I, that. and yeah, I want to hear how that's tightened up. Cause I think a she's Tinder done another COVID date. Yeah. Tinder COVID date that was supposed to be this romantic picnic and, and the guy just was weird. And, um, yeah, so it's always, and you know, fabulous. Robin Tran, these are uh-huh. J Fab. Mm-hmm. So, Robin Tran's that, also a great roast battle comic. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, she's I've like never, a beast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And Maggie May always just that's just great. a hammer. The woman's yeah. a hammer. So. Yeah. No, great. you'll uh, tune in tonight. There's there's good shows aplenty, and uh, of course you're always you know helping uh, comics earn a little extra money on the side. Yeah. Yeah. On helping the, side the comics, of, helping the club. On the side of absolutely no money. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you very much. We genuinely appreciate it. And um, yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. my garden's almost done. Break? Oh, you take that second break. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? It's quite a casual episode. Mm-hmm. Where we're just kind of like, what's happening, you guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much How much time? We got we... about 20, 15, 20 minutes left. Ugh, I don't have it. I don't <laughs> even know what to say. <laughs> I like calling the show, I don't have it. We could talk about that. <laughs> Um, we were doing shows again. We, we started taping shows for Conan again. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard to like, you know, we're trying to like come up with ideas for after the election, but it's really hard to, so many things could go wrong. So many things could happen, right? So many, 
there could be a definitive wins either way, or there could be a oh definitive win that's contested mm-hmm. uh, either way, and um, there could be a non-definitive hard, win where it's hard just, to write jokes for that. It's hard to come up with sketches for sure. Uh, we're like <laughs> we're complete. Brian and I are you know we're the monologue team, but yeah. at the moment there's no audience, so you know there's no point in really doing a monologue. It almost, it almost, it's like watching, you ever watch like, I think you, you tweet about this. Someone did um, like watching like the big bang theory or something where they take the laugh track out and it's just chilling. Yeah. Oof. Any, any <laughs> sitcom without the laugh track is really right. disturbing. Yeah. And is. I would say a monologue without an audience is also disturbing. Well, it's, it's certainly, like you're just running lines then, right? So. Yeah, and, and part of a, a late night monologue is you, it's the host kind of like connecting with the audience. Like almost the jokes don't matter. They're just like little tools to uh, to give you a reason to talk to people or a reason to comment on people. You know, it's it's more of a personality. Um, it's the only time, Kylie said this before, but it's the only time that the audience has um, one-on-one time with Conan. Or okay. just, I'm sure, with all shows, with the host. And the rest of the time, they're doing comedy or they're uh, talking to guests that no one gives a shit about. Or some people do give a shit about. I don't sure. really know. Uh, but so that's the only, you know, they're, if they're excited to see Conan, then, you know, the only time they really get to spend with him where he's going to be paying it more attention to them than anyone else is the monologue. So, you know, right now that's not happening. So we're you know, like, because you're going to convert to sketch, which is a different kind of comedy writing completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever. And he's, he's, he's taping them at Largo, right? Yeah. Still at Largo, still in front of you know, hundreds of cardboard cutouts. Right, right. And, uh, it's pretty Super funny. Fun. Yeah, that's yes. funny and fun. But you don't, you don't go to the recordings, do you? Do you go no, to the I haven't. I haven't seen them since uh, like early March. Wow. So I haven't seen any of the writers. Um, so yeah, uh, most the, they have a very minimal crew. The head writer and um, you know a couple of production people and camera people at Largo, but they're all tested all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Ellen who shoots on our lot is mm-hmm. doing shows for 40 live audience members now. So wow. I don't know. I mean, what? they must, I mean, it's Ellen. She's got so much money. They can maybe do like a rapid turnaround test for all 40 every single day or something. Right. 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 Maybe that's the, but you, what, what, what are you keeping each audience member isolated? They do the test. So that means you need 40 different spaces. I, I have no idea. It's, yeah, how they're it doing seems it. It's so That's... fucking expensive to get a live crowd in there, you know? Right. Uh, but, but you know, with her uh, recent uh, troubles with... Um, Maybe uh, it's worth the money. PR, it might be worth the money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. You know, she took a lot of shit for coming out and uh, not, you know, that doesn't excuse horrible behavior, but... Or tolerating, you know, but the thing is, is we've all, we've all tolerated. I mean, I, or let me speak for myself. I have, Mm -hmm. I have sat there while people have said shit things. Yes, me too. And, um, and so I was watching Endeavor the other night, which is this British constabulary, you know, this cop show. Oh, and, um, and there was this, it takes place in 1968. And so there's uh, civil unrest in Oxford, England. Mm -hmm. And uh, there. And there are comments by racist people 
And it is glaring. It is one of the great things about the show is that what we get to watch from afar is someone just tolerating it. You know, just sort of make, you know, like our heroes twist their mouths up. They go, ah, this right, type right, of thing. Right. But nobody goes, hey, fuckwit, stop it. You know, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody ever stands up. And so I traditionally, you know, I'm 55 years old. I've done that 30 years ago. Whereas I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all I've said. Right, right, right. Instead of more confrontational, you're being a, a horrible person. Um and those days are done. I mean, I think I'm happy to, I'm not happy to say it because I don't want to have a confrontation with anyone, but those, I mean, but it, it's so, it's so interesting that Ellen, you know, the fact that she's our age, you know, she's older she's, than us, Jackie. She's older she? than us. She's oh, like okay. 62. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, she doesn't, she also doesn't present as 62, you know? Yeah. She, she kind of seems just like your 45 year old aunt that's always, you know, jumping around. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you know, she, I, I, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. She just, I I just, I I don't want to give her excuses, but I I feel like you, you can't understand what it's like to get the amount of death threats she got for the amount of time she got. It just must, it must make you so crazy that it, there's no going back and there's no, you know, right. She like had to maybe, fight on several fronts. And the, and the one that she was fighting was the one that she was living in. You know, that's mm-hmm. the box that she had to address every day. I think. Right. Yeah. So, well, anyway, so she's got a crowd. Yep. She's got a crowd. <laughs> you and I don't, she's got a crowd. Did you, I, was it you who uh, reposted because there was a, a transcript of Kindler's uh, state of the industry. Did you end up watching the state of the... I I saw clips. Some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some clips. But I I liked what he said about Rogan. That he was... Um, What was the... um, It was something like... uh, Something... uh, It was Rogan and Trump and stupid people. Oh, that's right. The stupidest guy who's ever made $100 million. And uh, I was like, oh, that was... And it's... It was classic. Classic Kindler. Well done. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. You know, there's, I've, I've come to realize there's this, there's a certain comics that I don't understand and I never will. And me trying to bend in, you know, into certain directions and go, well, maybe they meant this. Like Mm -hmm. I, no one bends that way for me. No one even thinks about me. So why I just, I think if you, if you have, you have a, you maintain a friendship with a guy who terrorized the parents of uh, kids that were murdered and caused them to go into hiding. Um, yeah, you're you're, the, you're at minimum you're stupid. Right, at minimum. at minimum you're stupid, and I don't have to want to hang out with you anymore, and I don't want to or have to, have to want to be you. on your podcast or try to be in your group of cool friends because yeah. Yeah. something's wrong there. It's just gross. Yeah. You're just. You're broken, and I can't. And you're not. You're not fixing yourself. So, um, yeah. I. So here's the good news about the set I did last night. I did the dad chunk that I've been working on. That literally, it it started four years ago. That bit, right? Where I couldn't, I couldn't get the right angle, and so last night I just did it at the um, at the Titus show. Mm-hmm. 
and didn't have any problem. You know, it could be, you know, the t- the timing wasn't ideal because it was the first time in front of a live audience, but um, live act, you know, live action. Uh, but the on the whole, I, when I got off stage, it was the one thing that I thought I did the whole dad chunk, you know, with the hospital thing and the whole like never say no without a number part. And I was like, and I, I didn't, I didn't in my head, sometimes when I've been working on that bit, I've been apologizing in my head that it isn't tighter, that it isn't funnier, that there aren't more punchlines. I think it's tight enough now and there's enough beats to it that make it interesting and funny that Mm -hmm. I, that I did not, I did not feel apologetic to it. So I was, I was kind of psyched about that. That's cool. I was thinking, I bet you could, Okay, if you were to shoot a special in this tightest situation, right? Um, if the audience got tested, right, yeah. you would be spending, say, if you had 40 people, that's like $5,000 to test people, right? Yeah. Because it's one twenty-five to get a speed test in uh, Studio City. Okay. When you find out for an hour, in, in an hour. Who knows how much it would cost to, to bring it all. Uh, maybe it would be more or less. Yeah, but yeah. Say, you included that in your budget and you get those people to, you know, this, those people to promise to quarantine, you know, for say three or four days before they get the negative test. Right. Right. If they test negative. Yeah. Could that be a, a special with masks off in, mm-hmm. in an, in an enclosed location that would actually sound like a comedy show. Did you feel like that because they were wearing masks, it, uh, did you, did you sense that? Did, could you tell, you know, did it, did Oh, it did muffle? it muffle the laughs? Yes. Yes. Um, a little bit, but it was kind of, um, it was still, it was like, I could hear them fucking laugh. Yeah. It right, was like, right, right. I was like, ha. And I was like, that's that. And this sounds lame, but that was, that's mine. I fucking heard. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yes, of course. And, uh, yeah. And so, but it was it was a it was a delight. It was a joy, and I was I was psyched. I was like, I literally I was I was tearing up a little bit just because it was like it fucking felt like stand up. It felt, and it's not that Zoom doesn't do what it does, right? And it's not that that outside you know, with clappers at a car, and and this type of thing. It isn't stand up. That's all stand up, right? But this is just a diff- the experience that I was raised with. This is the experience that I that that makes me feel whole, even yes. though it should not. Well, <laughs> right? I should have a yeah. whole life, <laughs> but it's part. It's 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 part of my yeah. goddamn DNA now. Yes, and it's it's it, when the time whenever we all, we were all at one point comics sitting in the audience of a stand up show watching somebody kill and go. Uh, that's what I want, right? It just, yeah. We, we weren't sitting in the car honking, going, that's <laughs> what I want. <laughs> true that. That <laughs> is very true. I feel like we're close, Kyle. How we do you feel? very much are. I think we're, we're well within range, if we want to call this. Well, how much? How much? Three minutes. You got a, you got a tale of, of anything for the upcoming? You, mm-hmm. Did you write a new joke, Lori? I was looking to see you don't if have I were to wrote shame one. me for something like that. <laughs> it was the disappointment when I said three minutes. It was a little bit of that. <laughs> it's uh, uh, no, I uh, no, I, maybe I have a new tag or something. I definitely need to 
look at my set, you know, I'm doing a show tonight. That's more of a, it's not stand up. It's a, um, it's, it's got the word bitch in it. Like bitchosaurus or bitcherini. Hold on. (laughs) Bitch. It's it's Italian. (laughs) Bitch, bitchuation room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They belong in the penitentiary. (laughs) Oh, they use a pun for prison. <laughs> All right, I think we're good. Yeah. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.